What's up, Video Landers? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins. Welcome to another AV Quickie. Also, just a reminder, if you like this episode, you can find more episodes at adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Videoland. We are critics with attitude, which means this episode might contain explicit content. Anything goes when you're in Videoland. Sometimes you might get some inappropriate language, some locker room talk, so if you're easily offended, this might not be the podcast for you. All right, guys. It took a while, but Black Widow is finally in the theaters. Man, this thing got pushed numerous times because of COVID. By the way, I'm still dealing with a bad cold. Not COVID, thankfully. Just a cold, so hopefully this podcast doesn't sound like complete shit. But uh, yes, here we are. The first Marvel movie since Endgame. Which was, like what, two years ago? And people showed up. My theater was packed. My wife and I, we got the last two seats in the nosebleed section. So, uh, yeah, it was good to see the the theater full and uh, everyone having fun. It was like uh, COVID wasn't a thing. You know, it was was nice. Now, I'd be lying to you guys if I told you I was super, super excited for this movie. Because I did not care. Black Widow looked like something that should have been released early Phase 3. You know, if not sooner. A Black Widow movie should have probably been phase two, right? But nobody had the balls to pull the trigger on a Black Widow movie in 2008, 2010. Just wasn't going to happen. Not until uh, Romanoff is dead do we get a, uh, a, a solo movie for her. But yeah, you know, I was not looking forward to this. I mean, sure, I, I was interested. You know, it's a Marvel movie. I watch every Marvel movie in the theater. But when you have uh, awesome content coming out, all right, with series like WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, Loki hit on all cylinders. Those shows are building towards the future. And then you have this movie, you have Black Widow. And it just feels like a give me to Scarlett Johansson. And I, I just didn't care. I didn't care if I watched it on opening night, if it was the following weekend. I just wasn't excited. And on top of that, I'm not a big Black Widow fan. Never read the comics. I've read a couple trades, but, you know, I never got deep into it. I'm not a big Hawkeye fan. You know, in my opinion, they're uh, weak sauce, you know, compared to Iron Man, Captain America, the uh, the big players. But uh, I am glad that Scarlett Johansson got her movie. All right, better late than never, I guess, but I'm glad she got her movie. She deserves it, all right? Now, I will say, the Marvel Universe moves so fast, alright? I think we have, like, what, 10 projects this year from January to December? Something crazy like that. And Black Widow seems a little odd right now, right? 2021. But in a a year from now, when you're watching all these movies in in timeline order, you, you go to Disney Plus and you click on the timeline order... It'll be nice to watch Black Widow after Civil War, all right? It feels weird now because of WandaVision and uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki and what they're doing with Phase 4, but it won't take long for it not to feel weird. I think it'll fall into place nicely. You know, I'm, I'm just glad this wasn't the start of Phase 4, which was the original plan. I'm so glad WandaVision was the start of Phase 4 because... It feels like it's breaking new ground. It feels fresh. Black Widow does not break new ground. Black Widow 
does not feel fresh. With that said, I thoroughly enjoyed watching Black Widow. All right, It surprised me. I'll probably do a, a lot of backhanded compliments this podcast because uh, it is a mixed bag. All right, but I really did enjoy myself in the theater and I was not expecting that. And I'm kind of doing this review on the fly. We had our Loki prediction episode. I'm doing a Loki finale review. So I'm just going to throw my quick thoughts out there. Let's just start with the cons. I don't think this is a good story, okay? The reason I had fun with this movie was because of the performances and characters, not because of the story. I thought the story was thin, all right? I was expecting more from the Red Room stuff, the Black Widow program, brainwashing. Everything I got was by the numbers. Even the floating Red Room. You know, at some point, the Red Room became this high-tech facility that, that floats above Russia. I prefer the old-school Red Room. You know, that kind of Red Room where female John Wicks would train in. So, not a deal-breaker, uh, but it just kind of reminded me of uh, the Avengers Hell Carrier. But whatever, just by the numbers, Taskmaster was awesome until the end. <laughs> At the start of the movie, I was getting some major Winter Soldier vibes. I'm like, I'm loving this. This is awesome. I love this idea of a villain who can mimic your fighting style. And I don't know much about Taskmaster, but you find out that Taskmaster is just the main villain's daughter who blew up in a building because of Black Widow. And the reveal was so flat and so meh. It took a character that I was really enjoying, that I thought was badass. There's a great action scene on, on the bridge in the first act. And I'm like, yeah, right, man, I'm feeling this. And then it just kind of deflated the character. Again, I don't know much about Taskmaster, but I thought it ended up just being a waste. And it didn't work. It just felt tacked on. I bet if I looked into Taskmaster, I would be even more disappointed with what they did with the character. Again, don't know much about Taskmaster, but I was enjoying Taskmaster until I wasn't. And then the big bad, Ray Winstone. He gives a decent performance, but he's at the very end of the movie. Uh, very Marvel, by the book, one and done. And at the end of the day, he's just forgettable. Good five-minute performance, <laughs> but forgettable. And Black Widow. I enjoyed her character. I enjoyed Scarlett Johansson's performance just as much as I ever have. But I think the new characters completely outshined her in her own movie. This movie didn't make me like Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow, more or less. I don't know if that's a negative, just throwing that out there. This movie seemed more interested in making you fall in love with her sister than Black Widow. And I think they could have peeled back another layer of Black Widow. Or gave her at least a good send-off. Like, this wasn't her Logan movie. That's for sure, alright? Let's just say that. They did not give her a Logan-type send-off, alright? If this was her send-off, I'd be like, what the fuck? You know? And it's a shame, because with the right director, I think this could have been on the same level as Winter Soldier. And if you look at Marvel, all the top-shelf movies are... Because they bring in solid directors like James Gunn or the Russo brothers, John Favreau for Iron Man 1. He didn't do much with Iron Man 2, but you get what I'm saying. I think this movie needed a director that took this movie and turned it into something unexpected, something badass. And 
not that this director, uh, Kate Shortland, not that she did a bad job. I just think they owed it to Scarlett Johansson to give her her own Winter Soldier type of movie. And this is not that, all right? The action was a mixed bag from very good when you first see Taskmaster to kind of just mediocre towards the end. And again, in the right hands, I think this could have been top shelf if they would have approached it with love and care like they did Winter Soldier. Because all the pieces are here. You have the Red Room, you have spy shit, brainwashing. You, you essentially have another Winter Soldier. They just didn't have anyone that could uh, put the exclamation point on it or t uh, that could elevate it. So again, guys, these are just quick thoughts. But I think those are most of my negatives. I think the one pro <laughs> that I have... Now, yeah, again, guys, I told you I enjoyed this movie, all right? Because I think the pro might be a giant X factor, all right? And if you listen to the Pantheon Companion series with Doug and Gary, uh, those guys are great, deliver awesome content, go check out their episodes. Uh, they talk about the X Factor, and the X Factor can make a movie sometimes, and here, that X Factor is the cast. Yelena, Black Widow's sister played by Florence Pugh, is fantastic. I've already forgot about Black Widow. <laughs> And the last time I saw Florence Pugh was in Midsommar. And in that movie, she's a wreck, all right? She's crying all the time. She's traumatized. So you really don't get to see how charismatic she is in that movie. She is a ball of fun in Black Widow. Like, one of the best gags is where she makes fun of Black Widow's, uh, her pose, the classic Black Widow pose. And uh, she's just so damn likable. Florence Pugh will be taking Black Widow's place, and I'm fine with that. And again, look, I got mad respect for Black Widow, man. She's one of the OG Avengers. But Florence Pugh is going to be a great addition to the MCU. And I think she outshined Black Widow in this movie. I thought she was great. Another highlight for me was David Harbour's Red Guardian. He's pretty much Captain America inside of an old dad bod, all right? There's a running joke in the movie that uh, the Red Guardian had a rivalry with uh, Captain America and it, it's perfect. It's just so much fun. But it's also a shame that we might not ever get to see David Harbour and Chris Evans side by side as Captain America in Red Guardian. I would eat it up. I would pay to see that. Uh, let's see. I don't have much to say about Rachel Wise. I thought she was okay. But uh, Florence Pugh and David Harbour, man, they stole the show. I hope we get a lot more of these two characters because they are a blast. And real quick, just to thank, man, since January, the MCU has given us so many interesting characters, or at least fun performances, fun characters. Um, Agatha from WandaVision, Red Guardian, U.S. Agent, Richard E. Grant as, uh, as Old Man Loki, uh, Owen Wilson's Mobius. Marvel is killing it with the casting, uh, just like they usually do. Um, but yeah, I would say there is a lot of mediocre in this movie. But, but... The X Factor, all right, the casting of David Harbour and Florence Pugh made this a fun movie for me, all right? Their casting took this from bottom shelf to mid-shelf Marvel. I think with lesser casting, this probably would have been a mess. Because of their performances, I was entertained. I didn't think I was going to be. I was ready to write this movie off, but I was pleasantly surprised. And one more thing that I want to mention was... I loved 
the uh, the post credit scene. I love the idea here where the the end credit stinger propped up a Disney Plus show. We obviously know she has some bad information, but I love Florence Pugh as Yelena. I can't wait to see her in the Hawkeye series. I can't wait. So fun in credit stinger. And again, it was nice to be in a packed theater. It was great. Like I went to the theater when it was open during the pandemic. I watched Tenet, um, a few other movies, but it wasn't packed. It was nice to be back in a packed theater watching a Marvel movie. But yeah, guys, I was entertained. I think the X factor is strong with this one. It doesn't reinvent the wheel. It's kind of an odd movie for 2021. It's not perfect. It's by the numbers, but it was fun. All right, guys, those are my quick thoughts. I hope you enjoyed this quickie as much as I did. Let me know if you agree or disagree in the comment section of this episode. What's your opinion? Did you like Black Widow? Is it bottom shelf, mid shelf, top shelf? Anyway, guys, let me know what you think. Thanks for going on this adventure with me. You can find me on adventuresinvideoland.com. I'm on Instagram, but the conversation always begins and ends on Facebook. You've been listening to Criticism in its finest hour. Until next time, my good people, peace out. Yeah.